morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Thursday, May the 27th, 2021. My name is Stephen Cornegay, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day commemorate, which means to mark by some ceremony or observation. Commemorate. Hope everyone is enjoying that Thursday, or will enjoy that Thursday, I should say, and enjoying their uh, week. Week is, work week is almost to an end. And weather's been, it's been, man, it's been kind of warm here in North Carolina this week. Got nothing to, you know, the mid to low 90s. But they're saying, of course, if you know North Carolina weather, temperatures going to drop back down the early part of next week, latter this weekend and into next week. Supposed to drop down in the 80s during the day and at night, some one or two days, it's supposed to be in the upper 40s to low 50s. Gotta love that North Carolina weather. You just don't know how to dress. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. But, you know, hey, this is the spring. And this, this is how our, our spring runs in North Carolina around here. Hot, cold, rainy. Who knows? Just never know how to dress. And let's move along. However, it, it looks like Someone has won that Ohio lottery. A young man, 18 years old, has has hit the jackpot and hey, quite possibly may not have to pay for college. I know his parents already made it. Took the shot. Uh, I'm, still not trying, I'm still trying to figure out how they do these. Do you have to buy the ticket or they give it to you? But whatever the case may be, he won. He, he, hey, he there, there are 50 scholarships, by the way. Because this vaccine is uh, part of it is, is, is if you know for the youth it's, it's uh, scholarship money, and they're saying there's 50 more scholarships left. So hey, some there's gonna be some more lucky kids out here getting ready for college. You have to attend a state school, by the way. It's not proud of state in Ohio, and I believe they're doing it somewhere else too. I, I want to say Pennsylvania. Tennessee, but a lot of states are doing this. They're offering these incentives for people to get vaccinated. I mean, that's a good thing. Certainly, I mean, hey, if you choose to get vaccinated, I mean, hey, why not? I don't know about the paying thing, if you can call it that. I don't even think you can call it paying for them to give the scholarships out. But I was, I'm more leaning towards that if you're just straight paying people $8. That's because they got vaccinated and they bought a lot of tickets. That's a bit, that's a stretch for me. That is. And the second one is, of course, you remember I talked about that vaccination clinic that possibly was going to be set up in a Las Vegas strip club. Mm. <laughs> Boy, I haven't heard anything else about it. That may have been just a, uh, maybe someone was just talking out loud, thinking out loud. I don't know. Yeah, I haven't heard anything else about it, and I've never. That's a no for me. I'm sorry. Did they sanitize those establishments? <laughs> uh, 
COVID vaccinations in a strip club. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't think I would go there to get my uh, vaccinations. And if I think I can rest assured when I say COVID shots ain't the only thing they're going to be giving in that place. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're going to be a whole lot more shots going on. I don't think it's going to be COVID. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All right, let's move along here. Uh, the Biden administration has ordered the intelligence community to investigate the origins of COVID since he wants to know where it comes from. He's theorizing and others are theorizing that it came from either uh, human contact with an animal. You know, we've all heard about the bat theory in Wuhan. And also, uh, could have been by accident in a lab. Now, what what further drives them aside from aside from the deaths here in the United States is uh, in 2019, three doctors that worked at that lab in Wuhan, Wuhan, they fell ill with COVID-like symptoms. So they're saying, "Hey, duh." COVID-like symptoms. And this lab is where we, we're thinking it came from. Or that, well, not that lab, but that part, because that was the epicenter. Wuhan. Wuhan, China. So you had three doctors in a lab in Wuhan that fell ill in 2019, sometime right before that outbreak started in China, and, and Wuhan became the epicenter of it. So yeah, that, the U.S. Is, is wants some wants to ask some questions and get some answers. We'll see how that turns out. We will see how that turns out. And sadly, here we go again. Same old two-step. We're right back in this predicament again. In San Jose, California yesterday, a 57-year-old opened fire and killed eight, including himself, at a transit yard that he worked at. He was employed there. Killed eight of his fellow employees. And, of course, himself once he realized the police were close. Now, his ex-wife has said he often said he wanted to kill those he worked with, but she just didn't take him seriously. I mean, really, if you think about it, I know they say you got to start paying attention to people. You got to, when they, they act or do this or do that, or act a certain way, a certain, certain say a certain thing, that's a red flag. But um, I mean, honestly, that was his ex-wife. I mean, how many times has she heard that and did nothing? I mean, how many times have you said it to your spouse about people you work with? Then nothing. He was just venting. So she probably thought, hey, he's just venting. But also, by the way, he set his house on fire or, or had something in place that while the police were, were dealing with him and his nonsense at the transit yard, uh, the fire department was there fighting the fire at his home. Not sure if he said it before he, he left. Or if he had something to uh, possibly detonate at a certain time. Because also at the transit yard, they're saying they had to remove a, 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 bomb, a bomb 
or a, a suspicious a suspicious package. So obviously, hey, he planned it. Still never understood why people do that. I know everyone has problems and dealings in life, but I never understood how you could just, you know, get up one day and say, hey, I'm going to kill people. I'm going to kill not only myself, but I'm going to take a few with me. That's that's unconscionable to me. That's unbelievable. I, I, I can't understand it. Never have, never will. Can't find any reason. Can't think of any reason that anyone would do this. Another thing they're saying is, in, in comparison to last year, about this time, gun violence is up. Yeah, the country's opening back up. People are uh, starting to come out and about. Uh, they're probably going to understand, hey, mental health. People, you know, sat in home quarantine for all this time. And now they're out and it's, it's all their emotions are coming back. And like I said before, that's a no for me. I can't, I can't. The only thing I can say with COVID is, yeah, like they said, they sat at home and, and they, you know, they had time to think, plot. Seems like for a lot of them, they had time to plan, plot, and carry out. But COVID ain't got nothing to do with that or this. You are who you are. This was in you the whole time. And those others. So, that's a no for me as far as saying hey, because saying COVID brings out everyone's mental health. Uh, for some people, it may. There are some that, that may be having mental moments due to COVID, those that have lost their jobs, families, homes, businesses, cars, uh, or what have you. Yeah, they, they may have problems adjusting. There may be a mental breakdown. But a mental breakdown to the point that you get up and, and just kill people? No. That's enough for me. I mean, I have moments on my job. And I have moments where I say, man, I sure would like to knock Hell, they probably said it about me. <laughs> Ain't no problem. I know they're saying it about me. Boy, I wish I could get him and beat his. Hey, uh, I have that type of personality sometimes. Sue me. <laughs> but, I mean, I, everyone does. We're all adults. We all have moments. I can't think of too many people that like their jobs. But we don't lose it like this. You killed eight people that you work with, by the way. And uh, I forgot how many years they said he had been employed there. He was there a while. And yeah, they may have gotten on your nerves, but you didn't have any kind of bond with them. They still don't know why he did it. They, they, they say they just don't know. Uh, maybe he didn't leave a note, uh, note suicide note, whatever, whatever. But I mean, hell, he set his house on fire. He was inside that house. Good luck with that. God planned it. Sad. Sad, sad, sad. Beyond. It's beyond uncomfortable to me the mindset of the mindset of people when they do stuff like this. How do you how do you justify that? How do you rationalize that in your brain that you say, "Hey, I'm rational. I, I can do this. I'm, I'm I earned I earned this." Uh, that's a no for me. COVID or no COVID, mental or no mental, 
you knew what you were doing. You planned to set your house on fire or at least to give a distraction for a little while and you were off doing that. Really? Prayers for the family. Prayers for his family also. You know, it's like I said, we really don't think about the perpetrator's family. They have they're left to deal with that this nonsense that they've done and try to make some sense out of it and try to move forward. Just like the victims' families have to move forward and they're no longer gonna be with them. The perpetrator family is is also left to move forward. They gotta deal with the strange looks. Slide glances, the slick and slide comments people are going to make. It's a two edged sword. And that's getting over. This little old two step, a slow ride, a bump and grind that we're going through now with these mass shootings is getting real old. It really is. Like I said, prayers for the family and his family also. I want to do, uh, I'm going to move on. Wanted to talk to you guys this morning. This next story is, um, excuse me, is uh, a prime example of greed. It's greed. Bottom line, no matter how you cut it, mix it, dice it, slice it, whatever you want to do to it, story of greed. Greed, greed, greed. It appears a Durham, North Carolina woman and two other women. Well, one has found out her fate, but they will find out their fate later this summer as it relates to them being convicted of falsifying tax returns of some 1,388 North Carolina residents. There, they were tax preparers, accountants. I think, yeah, you have to be an accountant to be a tax preparer. Preparer, I'm sorry. Have to be an accountant. So they were accountants. Now, the main perpetrator who, who ran the uh, tax accounting office or firm or, or how you want to say it, has already been sentenced to one year, 10 months in prison in order to pay over 1.2 million in restitution and has been ordered by the judge to self-report to the U.S. Marshal's office on July 8th to begin serving that one year, 10 month prison sentence. Boy, they were, well, she has to pay back 1.2 million, man. They were, uh, they were, they were doing it up and, and they were, like I said, they had over uh, 1,388 tax returns they had done. Now the other two co-conspirators who have already pled guilty that were pled guilty about two Thursdays ago. Now they're waiting for their uh, sentencing. Now the first co-conspirator could face up to five years in prison. After she was found, uh, well, went before a grand jury or whatever. And she was charged with tax fraud. Now the other co-conspirator, who's a female also, three women, pled guilty to conspiracy to defraud the IRS and she's awaiting her sentence. So, how did this go down, you ask? 
They manipulated tax returns for customers and themselves. Greed. That's that greed. From 2012 to 2017. So the better part of five years, they were cooking the books, fudging the tax returns. Now, as I said earlier, it was 1,388 tax returns. They got they Now, what prosecutors say a majority of the tax returns contain false material items. Now, I've heard of this. And there's a lot more people that have gotten in trouble and are going to get in trouble for this. And it's not due to this COVID. The IRS does these, these audits, as we all know. They, they, many times you, you hear they, they come in and these tax preparers and accountants, they, they, they spill the beans on them. Well, well this one wasn't any difference. Like I said, the, the, the tax returns were overran, <laughs> overfull with false material items. They were doing it. They had false education credits to the tune of $1,264,000 and $493,000. Man. So for, you had education credits for $1,264,493. Wow. They manipulated or miscalculated, manipulated income to qualify for larger that's your earned income tax credit. So they change people's income. So they get, you know, the t- earned income tax credit. Then they also found those that had false dependents. That's your uh, head of household and, and, of course, your earned income credit again. So through false educational education credits, manipulated income, false dependents, Now, they would end up charging the clients anywhere from $375,000 to $3,000 to file taxes. Now, how they would do this or how they would get their payment, (laughs) okay, how they would get their payment was the co-conspirators would have the clients meet them at a check cashing location, cash the check, and then take their cut. Now, this false material items that I spoke of earlier. Another thing was they, they they found out they were listing names and social security numbers of people or individuals that they weren't representing. So what did they do? Go back and find some old files and, and just throw some names and social security numbers on it for, uh, for dependents? Because they weren't doing it for themselves. I guess this is where they for themselves came in. But here's the greed. And, and, and it's greed to the point where you got to ask yourself, wait a minute, hold up, stop. What were they thinking? Because the IRS suspended their electronic filing ID number back in 2016. That means the IRS is on to you. Doesn't then again, what do I know? I'm slow. I've been called slow. But if the IRS suspended your electronic filing ID number, yeah, I'm pretty sure that means they're on to you. So, 
And I mean so. They started using another business's number to continue to electronically file taxes. Greed? Ignorance? Yeah, those are, that, that sounds like two good descriptive terms. So the IRS, in 2016, they filed your, they, they, they suspended your electronic filing ID number. They told you, nope, stop, wait a minute. Probably told you you were under investigation too. Because it just, I, I don't think the IRS just suspended it. They wouldn't give you an explanation. Had you had to know something, you had to know they were on to you. Your only way of, 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 of helping clients or taking clients and filing them and getting them, filing their returns and getting them their uh, tax refund, the IRS came in and took it. So you continued on in 2017. And that's when the IRS said, hey, wait a minute, enough is enough. Enough is enough. I mean, I gotta say, you, wow. That's greed. You know, they, they always say criminals aren't the smartest people. But you, these three, I mean, I guess when greed comes into play, you do lose all kinds of, 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 of sense. But y'all, they were accountants. So I, I don't think you could just get it, become an accountant overnight. You have to put in a lot of work. So you just threw all that work out the window for what? How much? Well, the article never said how much they fully got. But I gotta say, you threw all of that out of the window just for some money. And to run a, a, a okay, let's call it what it was. You, you ran a scam and a hustle. You, you falsified these IRS, I mean, these, these tax returns with social security numbers and names that you knew you didn't represent for dependents, educational credits that went millions out there, almost 1.5 million. And the IRS comes around and say, hey, we're suspending your... Uh, you're, you're filing an ID number and you started using another business's number? I mean, what in the world were y'all thinking? Greed. A lot of times in life we find ourselves in some difficult spots. There's no doubt about that. But I don't think this was a difficult spot right here. I think these women somehow, some way, got in their mind, hey, look, because it's done all the time. Like I said, this isn't the first story I've heard about or read about, and I know it's not the first for you. This is a common practice for these tax returns. People somehow, some way have, have figured or thought they, uh, or think they figured out a way to manipulate the system. One thing I can tell you, you can rest assured when I say this, you ain't gonna fraud the just not. You know, as a movie, <laughs> I remember uh, Queen Latifah, 
Uh, I believe it was her name's Kimberly Ellis. I believe that's her name. Jada Pinkett's in there. Uh, I can't think. Oh, Biblical Fox. Set it off. Set it off. You know, when they were working for the janitor, Luther. <laughs> Luther's janitorial. And when, when the character played by Kim, Kimberly, at least, who was getting paid under the table, she was a single mom. She was getting paid under the table. And he started taking taxes out. And she was like, hey, that wasn't what we agreed upon. By the time you take taxes out, I'm not even going to have enough to pay a babysitter. And what he said to her, there's three people in this world I don't cheat. The I, the R, and the S. No truer statement because they will find out and they will make you pay sooner or later. That's what has happened here. I mean, like I said, when they took that that ID number back in uh, 2016, I mean, maybe they thought to themselves, hey, it's too late to stop. We already called this case more. But now you got to pay it back. You paid back uh, $1.2 million, I believe. Man. And you're serving jail time. And the second co-conspirator, they're saying she's, she's possibly one of them face up to five years. That's the one they're saying that this, this was flat out fraud. Didn't say how she did it. But man, that's just greed. That's just greed. I mean, and, and the, the thing I keep thinking about is, is that y'all were accountants, so you had to go to school for however many years. You had to work up under somebody for however many years to get all your certification and and stuff together in mind. And then you go and do this. You wasted time. I think. Because now you're not going to be able to do anything that you were trained to do. That you trained yourself to do. But you trained yourself to do it in the wrong way because you tried to manipulate the, the system. And this is not a, a, just a one-time or isolated incident. This goes on a lot. This goes on a lot. So you gotta ask yourself, is it worth it? To get a few thousand dollars? I mean, I know there's money in, money in the pot, but man, facing jail time. I don't know if that jail time, that money in the pot is worth that jail time. I wouldn't think. I mean, hey, I'm not a, a jail type of guy myself. <laughs> I, 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 I don't do anything that can get me locked up. Let me tell you that. Coming out the gate. I ain't no salty either, but I ain't no dummy. I ain't gonna do nothing to get locked up. That's just me. I love my freedom. I love my life. No matter how miserable it gets sometimes, I love my life. I love the fact that I can, if I choose, to pretty much do what I want to. Now you have to turn yourself in by July. The other two, they're waiting. They're sentencing. They've already been convicted. Already went to a grand jury, presented the evidence. Now you can find your faith out, uh, out later on this summer also. Think, I would like I would like to say y'all were too smart for this, but then you, you went and did that. Yeah. 
and like I often say, I, I wonder what goes through folks' minds sometimes. I mean, look at you, you guys went to school, got trained, got your credentials, got your certifications, opened you a business. But you opened your business for the wrong reason. When did it go awry for you? When did you just decide, hey, let me do this? You know, that earned income <laughs> and head a household with those <laughs> names and social security numbers that you really didn't want to represent the clients. Oh boy. That that earned income and head a household label has gotten a lot of people <laughs> caught up. What are y'all gonna learn? Let's put it like this. You can't claim head a household and use that earned income credit and those dependents and social security numbers and birth dates one year and then turn around the next year, you don't use them. Then you come back another year, you use them. Or if, if you've never had a, a dependent and then all of a sudden, after however many years working, you come up with all these two or three uh, 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 dependents. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're going to raise holy hell about that. All right, I'm out. Well, that was all for me this morning. And I want to thank you all for lending me your ears. As always, continue to like and support. Offer feedback. I won't bite. I will continue to uh, listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google.